Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you, God, for all that you're doing. God, you are a wonderful God, an amazing God. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. All right, today, we're going to have a wonderful day in the Spirit today. I'm going to talk about something. I'm going to talk about the person of the Holy Spirit. So many times we, we talk about different things. We talk about, about the Holy Spirit and, and, and baptism and all this kind of stuff. But today I want to talk about the person of the Holy Spirit. Because I think we're missing out on a lot of relationship because we don't know the person. We only know the power. Um, you know, the, the, we, we look at it a lot of times as a force. Okay? You know, Yoda in, in, in the Star Wars, you know, Yoda was uh, on there and, and Luke said, you know, Yoda told him to use the force, Luke, use the force, right? Use the force. And uh, Luke said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try. And Yoda, in his way, he said, no, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. That was a horrible Yoda impersonation. But that's what he, <laughs> but that's what he says. There is no try. So, so we use the force. We look at him as a force. We look at him as something that we can harness, something that we can, that we can grab, something that we can get. We don't look at him as a person. And so we want to talk about that today. I wish, I mean, I would watch people growing up in church a lot of times and, and hear the preachers talk about the power of the Holy Ghost and, and all this right here. And I grew up with a distorted view of who he was. I didn't realize that he was a person. Uh, that he was a, that he had, well, I realized he was a person. I didn't realize he had a personality. All I thought it was was just tongues. It was just the power, just the authority. And so, you know, the Holy Spirit is not a force to be harnessed. The Holy Spirit is, is, is not a feeling or an emotion. You know, it's not a feeling. We do get emotion from Him. We do get feelings from Him. We can feel Him, but it's, He is not an emotion or a feeling. He is, and, and it's more than just an experience. He's not just an experience to be experienced. And He, he is a person that brings every believer um, into growing an intimate relationship with him. He wants to bring us into a relationship. He is a person with a personality, and he wants to bring us that. A person is one with intellect. He has intellect. He wants, he feels, and he thinks. So he is, he, we have God the Father, we have God the Son, and God Holy Spirit. Everybody's okay when we say God the Father. You're like, oh, well, I don't, God the Father, everybody believe that? Yeah. God the Son, Jesus, he's God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Holy Spirit. Oh, whoa, that's kind of odd sounding. But he's just as much God as God the Son and God the Father is. Because the Trinity, all three one, they're one and three. We believe in the Trinity, namely the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay? Exist, existing in three persons. So today, we, I want to tell you today that, that if you don't seek him as a person, then you'll never have a relationship with him. Okay? So we have to seek him as a person. It's kind of like... It's kind of like seeking the power without the person. It's kind of like a little kid, like a 12-year-old, that you give a bicycle for Christmas. And they get on that bicycle, and they're like, I want more power. I want more power than this. So you give them a, a, a $10,000 Harley. Okay? So they sit on that thing, and they got more power. They don't know nothing about the bike. They don't know how it works. They don't know who it is. They, just, they don't know the name of the bike. They just know it's a Harley. And they get on there, and then you're, you're, it's a train wreck, right? Because they're just going to, you know, they, just, they don't know how to use that power because they don't know what it can do. 
So that's how it is with Holy Spirit. We want the power, but we don't want to know who he is. He's a person, and we got to, de- we got to desire God. I want to know who God the Father is, and you know, the, who he is and what he does. And I want to know Jesus and what he does, his part of the Trinity. And I want to know what Holy Spirit does and what his part of the Trinity is. And so many people use, you know, anybody ever used you for your money? They used you for, for what you could give them, you know? Well, that's, what, that's how people treat Holy Spirit. I want you in my life because I want the power. There used to be a song when I was growing up, you know, I got the power. Um, that's how, I mean, I, you know, that's how, well, that's how it went. You know, dun, 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 dun. Okay. Um, but anyway, so, uh, the, so the truth is, the truth is that the presence of Holy Spirit is in God's Word from the beginning to end. Even matter of fact, the second verse of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void and without form. And it says, and the Spirit dwelled over the waters. So right there, you got right there at the very beginning, you got Holy Spirit already existing, ready, and being there, okay? Jesus, Jesus, you know, if you, if you look at the, um, in Acts, and it'll talk about where, uh, I mean, in, in, the, in the Gospels where uh, Jesus was talking to the disciples after he came back, and he says he blew on them and said, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. Okay? That wasn't the Holy Ghost. That was the indwelling of Holy Spirit in them. Because after that, he said, Now, you go and be endued with power. So, so therefore, when he blew on them, that was them kind of, <laughs> I guess that was, the New Testament before Christ, before we, get, we pray and had a salvation prayer, that was kind of the prayer. I mean, that was the kind of salvation thing. He blew on them. They received the Spirit in them. They received the indwelling of the Spirit. And he blew on them and said, receive you the Holy Spirit. And then later on, he told them to go to the upper room and, and be endued with power. Um, and, that's, and that's why, because that, because whenever Jesus left this earth, he said, I got to go, but I'm going to send you a comforter. Okay, the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit was not really like dwelling here on earth like that. You know, he was in heaven. Jesus was here on earth. And so therefore, you have, you have God the Father and the Holy Spirit up there. And you have people down here that saw the power of God. And they did all that stuff. But why did, why did they have so much trouble living a Christian life? Why could they see miracles and then still doubt and all this kind of stuff? Because they didn't have the convicting power of Holy Spirit. They didn't have nothing to kind of guide them and teach them. All they, they had Jesus. He was their teacher. And he said, I'm leaving, but I'm going to send you somebody. John 14 through 16, 16 through 18 says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit, and he will lead you in all truth. This, um, the world could not receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be living in you. Now, no, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. So it says advocate. That advocate is paraclete in, in the Hebrew. And that, that's paraclete, and it means counselor or comforter. That's why whenever he, he's our comforter, he's our counselor, he's the one that counsels us in, in our mind and we're praying. And so the, he's the one who kind of like guides us and leads us and helps us along and helps us to make decisions. And he counsels, he comforts us when we're, when we're sad. Whenever, whenever I'm preaching a funeral and I say, I pray that God will give you comfort. I, basically what I'm saying is I'm praying that God will send the Holy Spirit to you to comfort you. Okay? So because that's, 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 the, that's the part of God that uses for comforting you know, we, you know we, we, but we would look at him differently. We, you know when you go to mama's house, she's got all kind of stuff, and you go up there and you go, you go to grab a plate. No, don't, don't, don't use that plate. Use the everyday plates. That one's just for looks, right? You know, in the curio cabinets and stuff. 
You know, that's just for looks. You don't, you don't use that. You just look at it. You know, and so we, that's how we, that's kind of how we, we, we do the same thing with, with, with Holy Spirit because my, my mom also had a, uh, a, on the bed, she would have a comforter on the bed, you know, and then when it was time to go to bed, she would take the comforter off and she would put like a quilt on. Mama, what, why don't you just use the comforter? What, no, honey, that's for looks. That's, that's not, for, that's not to use. That's just for people to look at. And we treat Holy Spirit the same way. you got God the Father and God the Son that you use, but Holy Spirit, you just look at him, and he's, he's, he's a look at. He's not really for use, you know, as far as a person, you know, because he is the comforter. We take the comforter all out of the package and say he's just for looks. But that's not how it is. In John chapters um, 14 through 16, the Holy Spirit is referred to no less than 19 times. 19 times. It says in those scriptures, those verses there, it says that the Holy Spirit testifies. He even says that the Holy Spirit says that this is so. It says that he leads and teaches. John 14, 26 says he's the helper. The Holy Spirit whom Father will send in my name, the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all that I have said to you. Holy Spirit teaches you. And, and lead you whenever, you, you whenever you're sitting there and you are trying to talk to somebody about Christ and, and you're, everybody's only scared because they haven't memorized all the scriptures. But what happens is when you're doing something, Holy Spirit will come and bring to your remembrance the stuff that you have been taught. That's why we pray over our kids. I, I mean, I do, whenever my, my, my daughter and my son take tests, I would always pray to them, God, I pray that you bring back to remembrance, Holy Spirit, everything that they studied. Because Holy Spirit has that ability to bring stuff to your remembrance that you forgot or you don't think about. So he teaches you. He leads you. He testifies and says, this is so, this is not. He speaks. Acts 6, I mean, I'm sorry, Acts 8 and 29. It says, um, and, the Spirit, and the Spirit said to Philip, go over and join this chariot. So he also has a voice. Okay, he also commands. He can command things. And also it says in, in, in those verses that he guides he will guide you, you know, he will guide you and help lead you. He will appoint, and he intercedes also for you. You know, Jesus is our intercessor, but it says the Holy Spirit intercedes for us as well. And I, and if I, don't, I can't read all these scriptures, so we'll be here all day long for, for each one of those, but we can get them for you if you need them. And it says also, it says he grieves. You can grieve the Holy Spirit. It can hurt him. So he is, he is number, there's just a couple, two or three things here that I'm going to go over um, that, that he is. He's a whole lot more than this, but these are some, some main things, is that he is our helper. He is my helper. We, we know, we, you know, he's not a force. He's a personality. He's our helper. He certainly empowers us, and he loves us. He cares for us. And during the toughest times, he is there for us. He's our helper. He is by our side. He, he helps us. He's the one who whenever we're going through hard times and someone's sick or diseased or they got cancer and someone says, hey, man, we, we're just trusting God. That is Holy Spirit helping them to trust God. Holy Spirit is our helper. He helps us have faith. He helps us trust God. He helps us believe that Jesus can heal. He's, he's, our, he's our counselor. He's the one who says, hey, now listen, God can do this, okay? He talks to us. Romans 8, 28 says, Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. When we are weak, how can we be strong? Because the Bible says when we are weak, he is strong. So Holy Spirit, when we get weak, he helps us to be strong in those times. That's why I say, again, like in, in, in funerals, when I say, may, the, may God comfort you. and talk, Basically, we're saying that God sends the comforter to you to comfort you. Um, and then, not only does he help us, 
in 1 Corinthians 12 and 7, it says um, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. So the Holy Spirit helps us, and then he gives us gifts to help other people so we can help each other. Dr. Raymond Culpepper says, In truth, the Holy Spirit is the presence of Jesus in a believer's lifetime, personally present at all times and in all circumstances. He said the Holy Spirit is the presence of Jesus in our believer's life because they're all three one, they're all three, they're all one three. And so therefore, whenever God and Jesus are not there, Holy Spirit is there. He's representing everyone because they're all three one. Holy Spirit convicts us of, of, of sin in our, in our lives. And, 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 and sometimes, sometimes you'll be here, and I've had, oh man, man, so many people in my lifetime of preaching 20 years that people have come up and said, Pastor Doug, have you been following me around this week? You know? No, I've been stalking you on Facebook. No, I'm playing. And so, no, no, have you, how do you know what's going on? How did you see what happened? How do you know? How do you know? How did you know that? I don't know anything. I don't have a clue. You know, who, did you, who told you? Well, first off, I'm never going to stand in this pulpit and disrespect everybody else on here to preach to you. I'm not going to stand up here and preach. Now, if it's something for, that, that, I, that I feel like a group of people could, could, could a, a lot, you know, most of you can get, that's fine. But I'm not going to stand up here and preach to you. I'd rather pull you in my office and say, hey, let's talk, okay? So I'm not going to do that. So, so the only way that that can happen is Holy Spirit speaking through me in your benefit, and you receive something the way I've said it. Maybe something different than somebody else has said, but Holy Spirit is letting you see it in a particular light, and he is counseling you, teaching you, and guiding you that, hey, I'm on your side. I see this is happening in your life. I see this is going on. Hang on. Hang tough. I'm going to be your strength during this weakness. And he convicts us of our sin. You know, you, you know whenever, that, whenever you do something, you, feel, you, you get, feel convicted over that. That is Holy Spirit convicting you. Whenever you sin and you just got this, this shame, you know, this shame comes from the enemy. But the conviction comes from Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit says, hey, you're doing wrong. You can do better than that. You got this. That's not who you really are. You know, the Holy Spirit says, hey, you, yeah, that's a sin. You know, you shouldn't do that. You need to, you need to stop doing this. Because, you know, just, just, just trust me and I can help you do better. You don't have to, to medicate to, to, to be better. You don't have to do this. You don't have to sin. You know, that's what the God, I mean, that's what the Holy Spirit does. Now, the enemy says, hey, you sin, you're going to go to hell. You're evil. You're not good. You can't do this. You're no, you, you don't deserve this. Well, look, I knew you would do this. See, I'm your, really, I'm your daddy. You know? And so that's what the, the devil does, and that's what Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit convicts and, and, and nurtures and guides. He, he's going to guide us and say, no, 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 come on. Come this way. Let me guide you this way. Let, eat. Come on. Come on this way. Now, the devil's going to say, go, go, go now. Kick. Come on. Go. You got to go. He's going to try to kick you one way. Holy Spirit is going to guide you. A different direction okay number two I'm talking really fast I'm sorry he is my friend and he's not weird okay you know so many people they we talk about the Holy Spirit they're like oh that's he's weird man he's, he's baptizing the Holy Spirit he's, he's weird no he's my friend he's not weird and I'm not weird because I have him and have that baptism okay second Corinthians 13 and 14 um, and the message says, the amazing grace of the master, Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, the, and the intimate friendship of Holy Spirit be with you. So here he's saying, the grace, the grace of Jesus, grace of a master, Jesus, and the extravagant love of God, and the friendship of Holy Spirit. Now, yeah, we say, you know, Jesus is, I am a friend of God. 
You know, Jesus is my friend, but Holy Spirit is your friend too. Right here it tells you the intimate friendship of Holy Spirit. He wants to get close to you. He wants to, to press up close and, and be in you. He wants to be in your space. He wants to help you and guide you and be so close to, to you that everywhere you turn, he's there to help and guide and lead. He, he wants to get intimate, so intimate like, like the word konania, not, not, not to be confused with kona ice where you get the popsicle stuff, but, but konania, it's, it's a, it's a, I think it's a Greek word, and, but it's talking about intimacy. Super intimate, and, and that's, what Ho- that's what Holy Spirit wants to do, become very intimate with you, and not in a, a sexual way. I, you know, I know, as soon as you say intimate, everybody goes to sex, okay? But it's not talking about that. Talking about closeness, a, 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 a unification um, together, and it's a picture of, of, of communion with Holy Spirit. You know, and, you know, he's not weird. Studies show that one in three people are weird. So look to your left and right and see which one of it is to you. <laughs> no, yo, I see all these fingers pointing. Ain't nobody doing this, you know. No, I'm playing. No, that's just a joke. That's not a statistic. Probably is, but anyway. Um, but there, but there's something, there is something mysterious about Holy Spirit. Because anything that we don't understand, we tend to say, well, that's weird. Anything we don't understand. When we don't understand it, we don't get it, we're like, that's weird. So, that's just weird. Well, why is it weird? We don't even have a reason why it's weird. We just don't, well, the, the reason is I don't understand it, so I'm going to call it weird. You know, but if we would take time to understand who Holy Spirit is, then we could understand all the rest of the package that comes along with him a whole lot better. But we can't wrap our minds around it, so we call it, call it weird. You know, but, but we're not. I'm spirit-filled, not spirit-weird, Okay. So, there, there, you know, we often, uh, we often look at him and say that, 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 that when, we, when we're talking about him, we talk about the evidence of the Holy Spirit. And, and I like the word benefits of Holy Spirit better. You know, because we say this is the evidence of the Holy Spirit. I love the benefits of the Holy Spirit because there, there's several benefits of the Holy Spirit. And number one in Acts 1 and 8 is the power to witness. Jesus Christ said, and you shall receive power. Okay? Well, they will receive power. You know, and so the power of God came on them. The power of Holy Spirit came on them to witness. And they, whenever they, once they received Holy Spirit, they went out and, you know, and Peter preached to 5,000. I mean, it was amazing that when they, when they went out there and, and what happened after Holy Spirit, the boldness came on them to do what they needed to do. Because you saw prior to that, Peter was, had no boldness, right? Prior to that, he, he, he denied Christ three times. He was shy. He, he wanted to be bold, but he couldn't do it. He was shy. But when Holy Spirit came on him, then he was able to have that power. And so another benefit of Holy Spirit is love. You know, and, it's in, 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 uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and 14 talks about gifts. And 1 Corinthians, a whole chapter uh, in verse, chapter 13, talks about love. And if you have the gifts but not love, there's, there's, there's what's the point? Also, another benefit of Holy Spirit is that he brings the fruit of the Spirit to us. Okay, that's another benefit. So you have the benefit of fruit. Now, it's F-R-U-I-T, okay? You have, I'm going to talk, the next one is the gifts of the Spirit with an S, but this is the fruit of the Spirit, which means it's one. So love, joy, peace, long-suffering or patience, gentleness, kindness, meekness, temperance, you know, or patience, um, and, and, and faith. Okay, so you have all those things. That is the fruit of the Spirit. That is what we should be exemplifying together as a, as, as a group of, of, of one fruit. 
like a whole bunch of pieces of one fruit. It's not a bunch of fruit you can't pick and say, well, I'm going to pick it for some love today. I'm going to pick some patience up today. You can't. You, they're all one fruit. And so the Holy Spirit gives you the benefit of giving you the fruit of the Spirit. And then you have the gifts of the Spirit. There's many gifts, not just one. When you see, think about the gifts of the Spirit, you know, you think all about tongues interpretation and this and that. But there, there's, there's a gift of healing, gift of miracles, signs and wonders. There's all kind of things. Get, you know, there's all kind of gifts that you can have. Um, and we'll talk about those gifts on, at another time. But so th- there's different benefits that he has to having him in your life. Um, and then there's different levels of having him in, in your life. Obviously, just, you don't have just these. And you have the, the baptism of, of Holy Spirit, which is a whole other level of, of, of power. So um, anyway, it said number three, he is my God. Holy Spirit is my God. Okay, it may sound weird to say that, but it's, like I said, no, we don't have problems saying Jesus is God or, or that, that, that God is God. But when we say that, it's, it's kind of odd. We believe in the Trinity, one God, eternally existing in three people, um, namely the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so we, like we are, we are kind of a Trinity. We have a Trinity in ourselves. We are a spirit. Okay, we live in a body, and we have a soul. Okay, we're we are not a body. This this is this body is the shell. That's why when someone passes, we're we're like that's just the shell. They're gone. The personality, the soul, the, is, is, the spirit's gone. It's just that's just the house they lived in. Okay, that's all that is. So therefore, um, we are a spirit that lives in a side of a body, and we have a soul. You know. Um, also, sun, light, and heat. You have the sun, sun, which is like the Father. He shines. And then you have the, the, the light, which is Jesus. Jesus is the light. And then you have Holy Spirit, which is the heat or the warmth. Okay? So there's all kind of different variations. You can go on and on talking about that, you know, with, 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 you know, with um, liquid water, ice, and, and steam water. There's all kind of different things of the trend that, that represents the Trinity in this earth. Not that represents them, but, but, but they are together like the Trinity. You know, and I love, I love the verses where the Trinity are all together in Scripture, which just proves the validity of that. Um, John chapter 14 and 26 in New Living Translation. But when the Father, okay, God in heaven, sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, okay, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything that I have told you. So God the Father sends the Holy Spirit and will teach you what I, Jesus, have told you so all three of them are in that one scripture um john chapter 15 and 26 but i will send you an advocate the spirit of truth and he will come to you from the father and will testify about me okay and then luke chapter 3 and 22 and the holy spirit in bodily form okay we you know what what do you mean bodily form he came as a duck okay well jesus came in bodily form to earth you know, as a human, okay, as a person. So we, we're cool with that. But Holy Spirit came down in bodily form as a dove. It says, um, and the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended as a dove. So the Holy Spirit come down. And the voice from heaven from God, God said out loud over everybody there, um, this is my son, Jesus. He was there. He was getting baptized. This is my son, and you are dearly loved, my dearly beloved son, and you bring me great joy. So you have the Holy Spirit as a dove, bodily form, Jesus as a bodily form person, and you have the voice of God speaking over everything. Um, so if you could come. 
You can only have relationship with the Holy Spirit if you understand who He is. We have to not look at Him. And, and, and um, next week, because of the, the Funnel Cake Festival, I'm going to talk about God, why are you mad at me? Because I feel like that's going to be something that people to come to the Funnel Cake Festival might need to hear. And then after that, I'm, I, may, I may come back and preach um, maybe some more or have a little series on the Holy Spirit either now or, or later on in, in, in the beginning of next year or something. But, but today, I just really felt strongly that, that we as a people, we need to start talking to the Holy Spirit. We need to, to, to realize that He's a person, that He's not just a thing, that He's not an it. We don't, we don't say it to, about God. We don't say it about Jesus. Have you gotten it? What, the Holy Spirit? It's not an it. He's a person. He has a personality. He wants to help you. But we don't need to use him just for his power. That's great, and we need that. Everybody needs that power, okay? But there's so much more to him than just that. We, we, he, he brings power, but he also does all these interceding and all these other things. He guides. He, he's our comforter. He's our counselor. We need him every single day. Even when we don't need power, we still need the comfort. And we need to walk in life with that truth, knowing that, hey, God, we got this. And I got this with you. You pray to God. You pray to Jesus. You pray Holy Spirit. When you need comfort, call his name. Call his name out. Holy Spirit. You don't say the Jesus the God, He's Holy Spirit. So, no, you don't say the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, you just, it's his, name, his name is Holy Spirit. He's a person. And I think, I just, I don't know, I just think, you know, all, I, all my life I've always, always confused that because I always thought it was just power. I just thought it was just, oh, glory, that was Holy God. That's all, that's all I couldn't, if I didn't, you, you, they had that. That's something that I couldn't attain and I couldn't have a relationship with that person. But I, but you can. Holy Spirit is a person. Holy Spirit is something, someone that, that you can be guided by. He'll talk to you. He'll lead you. He'll comfort you. He'll direct you. He'll, he'll, he'll convict you. He'll do all these amazing things for you in your life if you would just open yourself up and try to get to know Him. We try to, know to, get, we try to get to know God more through reading His Word. We try to get to know Jesus more through prayer. We need to try to get to know Holy Spirit more through prayer and through talking to Him. Because when you're praying for certain things, a lot of times you're really praying the Holy Spirit. When you're asking God, God to help you do this stuff, yeah, He's going to help you, but what He's going to do is He's going to send the Holy Spirit to do some things here on the earth. So seek after today. Seek, seek the Holy Spirit. Not just in the power. Yes, we need that. Absolutely. It's so important to have the power and the baptism of the Holy Spirit be filled by the Spirit. But, but, but don't look at him just as that. Look at him as the person that he is, the third person in the Trinity. Give him that respect that he is God. He's just not a piece of the puzzle. That he's equal. Would you bow your hand close your eyes, please? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you today for all that you've done. I thank you for what you're doing right now, and I, I thank you, God, for the amazing things that you're going to do in the future. I, I, I thank you, God, for for next week in advance, that we're just believing that with the people that's going to come to our festival for our fundraiser, God, that, that we're going to have families, excuse me, Lord, that we're going to have families next week that's going to come to church. Man, we're going to, well, I'm believing for a great salvation day next Sunday. Because, yeah, we're going to have fun and we're going to raise money, God, but we're going to tell people about Jesus. God, we want people to come and be a part of our church and, and God, and so they can change their lives and so they can meet you, so they can know more about you. So they can know that you're not mad at them. 
for what they've done. So, Father, we're expecting salvation. We're going to go ahead and start praying right now and thanking you. Lord, I thank you for salvations next Sunday in this room. I thank you for people that are turning their life from sin to you next Sunday. And, Lord, we just praise you for it in advance. And today, Father, I pray for everybody in this room that they would not look at you as just a force or just a power, but they would look at you as a person and they would start creating a relationship with you as a Holy Spirit not just one with God and with Jesus. Yes, Father, you're all one, and if you, if you have a relationship with one, you have a relationship, but, but God, it, but we're, you're a family, but at the same time, Father, each one of you have, has your individual gifts and traits that you give to us, and we need to speak to that part of you, God. And we thank you, Father, for that. And we ask that you open yourself up to us, bring comfort, bring teaching, bring counseling, to us and God don't let us treat you like you're just the comforter Holy Spirit that we take off and it's just for show we don't want you to be just a show Holy Spirit we want you to be real we want you to be tangible we want you to move in our lives and we want to learn who you are as a person thank you Father thank you Father Holy Spirit you are welcome in this place and we love you honor you, sir, and respect you with the ultimate respect. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. Amen. God is so good. We want to make sure that you are able to, 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 to think about that this week, ponder that, chew on that. You know, and, and, and study it. Don't take just what I say for word. Go, go look at it yourself. Look it up. Go to John 14 through 16 and see what it says he is. And do and go, go to, go to uh, 1 Corinthians 14 and study it. Look at it. Don't just look, listen to what I say. Go look at it for yourself and create that relationship with him and see who he is. Worse, you know, just, just go on Google. If you, if, you, if you don't know it and you don't have a concordance, just go on Google and, and look up Holy Spirit and, and then be careful. You might want to add, call me about which, which one you're looking at because all of them on Google ain't right. There's some of them that are good or you know, some of them ain't right. If you just need scriptures, you know what? Don't do that. If you're a new Christian, just come to me and I, I'll give you some scriptures on Holy Spirit because I want to protect you. I don't want you to go out there and just read some random stuff that somebody wrote and you start believing some, some crazy mess. So anyway, we love you guys. Have a great day. Um, the, 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 the bands are for sale outside. Give me about three minutes and I'll be in the back with the t-shirts for those who signed up. We love you so much. And uh, tomorrow night we have a meeting with, with uh, uh, our, my uh, creative leadership team. And Friday night at 6.30 we have a meeting for the volunteers. So God bless you. Have a great day.